Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. And here's a special extra episode for you guys this week. Our previous guest was Constantine Maroulis, who was so excited to talk about his Rock of Ages all-star reunion concert that's happening this Saturday, which is tomorrow. So I thought it would be super fun to have his co-star Frankie Grande on the show as well. So Frankie is part of the uh, Rock of Ages all-star reunion thing, and he's also part of another musical called Titanic that is going to be available to virtually stream on May 2nd. Now Frankie has created a site called FrankieGrandeTickets.com that has tickets to both of these shows. He makes it really easy for you guys to get your tickets, get it all together, and watch these really entertaining performances. So he, Frankie, is just such an amazing performer. He's a fabulous dancer, a fabulous actor and singer. He's been on Broadway. He's been around forever. And yes, he is the older brother of Ariana Grande. Um, we don't talk about her because I just really don't care. Um, I actually just care about him because he's that good. And he's so cool, you guys. He is so funny and he is so real. And you guys are just, you're going to get a kick out of him. He's just such a cool guy. He's so cute. So without further ado, here is my interview with Frankie Grande. Hi, Hi Frankie. Warren. Hi, how are you? Oh, oh my God. I'm booked and blessed. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Wait, so happy. So funny. That's what my friend says every time he has a date. He's like, I'm booked and blessed. I'm like, wow, I actually love that. And I'm stealing it. <laughs> no, it's it's hundred percent true. I mean, this is how we feel when we're in the when we're in the industry. Yes. When we are booked we are blessed. Yes, that agreed. Is, there's no other option. So I have to tell you, I um, did not realize that you were 38 years old. I thought you were 28. So you have to tell me what virgin blood you're using on your face because I need it. Oh, my God. Um, and yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm being serious. Like, what's going on? Um, <laughs> I, my, I'm, I get infused with virgin blood no, by no, Dr. No. Lancer. You literally, you must moisturize. You look amazing. No, it's all Dr. Lancer. I mean, I use all of his products, and I let him do whatever he wants when I go to his office. So, oh, wow. Um, I am a big, big fan of Dr. Lancer. He's okay. quite amazing. And that's in L.A.? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's in L.A. I highly recommend. He's a wonderful, wonderful man, and he does great things. Plus, you know, being um, almost four years sober doesn't hurt, I must say. Okay. that's. That oh, is... I didn't realize that. That's very cool, Frankie. Yeah. I did not realize that. So you actually, so this is, <laughs> this is for me. So giving up drinking, you actually see a difference in your skin? Yes. Okay. Oh, absolutely. You see a difference in everything when you give up drinking. Yeah. Your stomach, your skin, your your internal organs. Everything I know. To, like, I know. You, you saying know, all this, I'm like, I'm weighing it, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. No, that's cool. That's cool, though. I love I it. I love it's it. Good. I promise. <laughs> I promise it's doable too. It's so, yeah. It's not doable without like an army of help. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not, you can't. You can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna quit drinking tonight. Like, that's, <laughs> I mean, like if you can, good for you. Right. Right. But, like, most people require like a lot of 
you know, help a program, some, yeah. you know, some serenity, yeah. you know, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of God power. Mm-hmm. Really no, I love that. Through all of those. I love yeah, that. Moments. I think, um, I think it's, yeah, I, it's funny. I actually had to stop drinking for a month because I had to prove to myself that I could do it because during quarantine, I was starting at like 3 PM. I was like, wait, I need to prove to yeah. myself that I actually can stop drinking. So when I did that, I was like, I was proud. I was like, all right, I think I have it under control now, <laughs> but, um, Good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, But anyway, so it's funny. My guest uh, for tomorrow is Constantine. And he... I love him. Yes, he was so excited because you guys are both going to be in Rock of Ages this Saturday night. That's so exciting. Yes. Absolutely. FrankieGrandeTickets.com. Yes. I can't say it enough. I okay. must make sure I say it as many times as possible. I'm like RuPaul no in his episode when he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, CrownsForDragQueens.com. Well, my Crown for Drag Queens is FrankieGrandeTickets.com. Okay, so on this site, you can get tickets to the virtual all-star reunion concert of Rock of Ages, and you can get tickets to Titanic the Musical, and that's for May 2nd. So I want you to tell me about Titanic, because this is not exactly the musical that we are thinking of, right? Like, this is not... No. no. Yeah, okay. This is not the Broadway Titanic by uh, Maury Eskin. (laughs) This is um, Titanic, which is how Celine Dion would say Titanic. Yes. You know, she'd be like, oh, yes, I'm so excited because we're going on Titanic. That's good. So that's why it's called Titanic. Yeah. And um, it is a musical parody of the film with Celine Dion's music. Oh, wow. It's a gem. That's hot. I've got to tell you, it's probably... I like Probably it. Probably one of the funniest things I've ever been in in my entire life. <laughs> and I love it with all of my heart and soul. It's like our, our little baby, you know, I've been mm-hmm. doing it for, for like several years now and, and, and workshopping it and things change and different. So it's fun. Wow. It's really exciting that it's going to be able to be seen by like such a large audience now because it's going to be streaming into people's homes. So, right. you know, it's a lot bigger than the hundred seat theater we were doing it in. So it's really exciting. You know, something like this, I, there's this place in the city, it's called, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, La Poussant Rouge. They had Cruel that's, Intentions. That's we're doing it. Wait, shut up. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, we're doing it at, yes, we're doing it at La Paz Rouge. Wait, I, I did not. I did not even. I did not even know that um, that you're doing it there. Yeah. Like for, on May second, you are. I thought yeah, this was in was L.A. In, was, oh my god! No, <laughs> no, and I was I was in Cruel Intentions. Yes. Wait. So were you in the original cast when it came back? Because I no, closing, you weren't. Yeah. Okay. That's cast. what it was. Because I um I was at the opening night. I'm like I definitely would have seen you in that show. Um. No. That was that was an incredible show, and it, it's an incredible space. And it's funny when I saw your website and I saw the Titanic. I was like, oh, this would be so cool. It was not Rouge. I didn't even see that's where it was because it's virtual. So, well, there you go. Wait, can you I can I producer. come? Can I go? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can. Are you in New York? Yes. That's what. Hold on. It's like we're doing this right now. I literally want to go live. Like I, I'm vaxxed. Let okay. me go. Let me go. <laughs> absolutely. Well, okay. you can ask Matt Gibson, and okay. he will hook you up. Okay. I'm pretty sure we have like whatever those rules are. Yes. I don't know what percent capacity we're at, but if there's 20 people in the room and you're one of them, oh I my would gosh, be Frankie, that's amazing. I had no clue. Is that so weird? I feel like I should be a producer at this point. Um. Yeah, it should be Seriously. your agent. <laughs> it's like it's being channeled through you. Like you have yes. all these brilliant ideas, and you just happen to be. We happen to all yeah. also make the same brilliant ideas. Wait, that's so great. Okay, so you've got these two shows. It's it's great for for everybody because we get to see performers now. Um, 
it's it's crazy to me because I just have felt like it, it hasn't been fair that um, sports have been able to um, have an audience and a crowd and and very early on in the pandemic. Now, do you feel mm-hmm. that it's it's just taken Broadway a little bit too long to reopen and that, you know, it, it's it's almost unfair that sports it's like high school all over again. Right. Sports gets all the money and the arts gets nothing. Really. Do you do you think it's been the case or do you agree with it? And do you think it's just not safe? to open Broadway shows or live live shows again? I mean, I think that the pace at which Broadway is coming back, I think, is an intelligent one. It's smart. Like, I, I just, I think it's different than sports. Like, the arenas mm-hmm. that sports are coming back in can put 30,000 people. You right. know, a Broadway theater, you're talking about 100 to maybe 1,500 people. Mm-hmm. So it's a much more intimate environment. Backstage is unbelievably tight. Dressing rooms right. are cramped. You are all over each other, all up in people's business yeah. from the time you <laughs> enter that theater to the time you leave that theater. And, you know, let's face it, like when we're, when we're in plays with people, I mean, we're mm-hmm. kissing. We're touching. We're all over each other. So I think, you know, in order for actors to feel safe and comfortable coming back, Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit different than sports athletes because it is just a complete – I mean, listen, I mean, the fact Mm -hmm. that they're both spectator uh, uh, activities – under like maybe that's the last similarity I could possibly say between, <laughs> you know, like football and like Moulin Rouge. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Um, no, absolutely. Like, the fact that there's an audience, mm-hmm. maybe that's where the where those analogies end. Yes. But um I do think that Broadway's coming back at an intelligent pace. I think it's mm-hmm. also gonna be very difficult to convince audience members that they are safe. Right. Um, I, I so understand. I think the slower and the smoother and like again, like when you're in a thirty thousand seat uh, um, uh, amphitheater, I mean, arena, yeah. like, you know, of course you're going to feel know. safe. There's no I one know. around you. It's a massive space. When you're in a tiny, intimate Broadway theater, I mean, that's, it is what it is. But what's so exciting about both of these shows, Rock of Ages and Titanic, is that, like, we are basically the bridge back to Broadway. Like, we are yes. showing you, like, a live show is happening with a very small, very safe audience, but you can watch it in your own home and remember how exciting it is that we will be open in a few months. Like Broadway is going to come back and it is going to be spectacular and it's going to be smart and it's going to be intelligent. And we're all going to feel like very, very safe when it happens. So um, I think this is a nice step. You bring up a good point because it's funny. I'm thinking of the performance and saying, you know, this is not fair. Broadway should be back. Everything else is back. But you make a really good point about like, Hey, we are really close together backstage. We are kissing on stage. These are things that I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. You're, right okay I didn't think about that you guys need to feel safe which is obviously the most important part but I'm like oh I just want you guys to work again and I want to I want to watch your work but no oh, that you believe are, me yeah so yeah, yeah. do I yeah like I'm so blessed about these two shows I have been my heart and soul has been aching to get back on stage like I've never been more excited than I have been in the past right. couple of weeks since we started Aww. rehearsals you know yeah. like I'm just so unbelievably excited and and but i know broadway will rebound i know this is the first step towards it and i have faith that like this is only another like month or so away yes. um you know but if if you know i i, I do i mean everyone has to be fully vaccinated that's yeah. that's it right everyone everyone has to be fully vaccinated mm-hmm. if they had prioritized broadway actors getting fully vaccinated in the way that they prioritized um, right. athletes getting yeah. fully vaccinated <gasps> that would have been fantastic okay honestly. so that, like that that's yes. the place where yes. there was a little miscommunication the fact that broadway actors just got 
access to the shot a week and a half ago, yes. maybe two weeks ago. You are so um, smart, little... Frankie. I love this. Yes, yeah. I agree with that 100%. Yes. Like, that's where the miscommunication was. Like, we should have been vaccinating everyone that works in a Broadway theater months ago, and then Broadway would have been able to be open the way the football is able to be open. Mm -hmm. So there's where the problem lies, and, you know, that's where they could have done better. Yeah, and it's funny. You articulated that much better than uh, than I did, and that is exactly what I feel like I've been meaning to say this whole time, if that makes sense. I guess my grievances about, like, you know, yeah, like, that's, you were, yeah, you you put it perfectly. Um, so th- this whole pandemic has been completely insane. But do you do you think that you have had any kind of silver lining with this pandemic? Um, oh my god! If you heard you heard my little silver yeah. lining. Yeah, is that puppy. your puppy? Oh. My little puppy Appa. Okay. Okay. So I mean, well, it has it has allowed me to hit pause. It's allowed me to really. Um, get to spend a lot of time with my boyfriend. You know, Mm -hmm. we just celebrated two years of being together. Now we have a little puppy together. Like, my life was very, very busy when Mm -hmm. I was um, out and about in the real world. Like, I never stopped traveling. I never stopped performing. Um, So even with, like, Christmas and Thanksgiving and having it be very, very intimate, you know, like usually we would have 60, 70 people over for Christmas. And this year it was, like, six or seven. Like, that a huge difference and it allowed me to feel like I was kind of like spending more quality time with my family um Mm -hmm. and really feeling like like these holidays were right sized quote unquote yeah um so uh yeah so I think that's the silver lining I've gotten to spend a lot of time um with the ones that I love and Mm -hmm. um and in intimate settings which I never really got to do. We were always flying, man. I was (laughs) event to event to event to red carpet to plane to travel. And now, you know, this year I've gotten to slow down and it's perfect, but I'm also like, I'm ready for it to open back up with the lessons that I've learned over COVID, which is, you know, take every moment um, as uh, don't take any moment for granted yeah. and, um, stay present in every, in everything that you could possibly do. Yeah. Um, and I learned some great lessons, which was really, really special. So what's, what's your puppy's name again? Appa, A-P-P-A. It's from Avatar, the last airbender. Oh my right? so he's, the, he's the flying bison. Um, we named, he's a red toy poodle. He is the okay. size of a peanut Aww. and we named him after the largest creature ever to exist. So. <laughs> That's so funny. That's great. I'm so happy for you guys. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, good for you. So Such a good boy. this is just for fun, but um, it, what's your dream role in a musical that you have not played yet? Oh, my goodness. I ha- uh, Hedwig. I would love to play Hedwig. Ooh, okay. Love. Okay. Love, I can see that. I could totally see that. Yeah. That's not my favorite. So give me like one more. <laughs> <laughs> because you know it's about me, Fran- it's about go. me, Frankie. So um, no, but I can see that. But give me another one, just just for fun. Okay, um, <laughs> what's another role? Like maybe the boy from Oz. Okay, wouldn't that be Ooh, fun? I love that. I so yeah. love that. Now, did you like doing a chorus line? Because that's one of my favorite shows. Yes, yeah. I played Mike and I know you did. several times. I know you did. It's such I a good love... role. It's so good. Yes, so if you, I've never played it on Broadway though, so oh. I'd be happy to play Mike on Broadway. I'd be, I'd be absolutely thrilled. That is um, the best show. A, mm-hmm. 
Oh my god, it's the best show. I cry my eyes out during Me what too. I did for love oh every single time. Same. It's same. the most beautiful show. Yeah. I, I love the choreography too. It's so fantastic. It's um I think it's it's about due to come back, right? Back to Broadway. Yeah. It's like every I mean, ten years or so. Or, yeah. Yeah, it was like 2008, maybe? I saw that documentary. Did you see that documentary? It was interesting. Yes, On the Line. Yes, On the Line. That's right. That's right. Um, Amazing. I was friends with everyone in that show. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. I'm so, so jealous. so many times. Yeah. My ex was in that show, so I saw a lot. Wait, which who was your ex? many, many, many times. I was dating Paul McGill, who played... Wait. He didn't play Paul, because that was... Yeah. That's too oh. funny. No. Um, God, what's his name? Paul, Paul McHale. Uh, Ooh, he's very cute. He's yeah, very yeah, cute. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I have standards, darling. Yeah, no, he's very, very cute. <laughs> well, it's funny. No, John I... Eric, what role did he play? I'm looking. I'm looking right now. He played Mark. That's, Mark. Mark. That's the name of the role. But yes. which one is Mark, Mark again? Which one is Mark? Um... Um, he is like the youngest one. He's the baby. Oh, that's the baby gonorrhea. On the line. He's gonorrhea. Like, gonorrhea. Like, yes, yes, yeah. Okay. Yes, got it. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> I love good. it. Yeah, okay. He's perfect. Like a, a tiny boy. <laughs> now, um, so speaking... I know, I know all those, I know all those people. Well, speaking of your dating life, um, I read an article that you, a few years ago, dated a married couple, which I assume is who you dated right before your current boyfriend. Am I right? Correct. Okay. Yes. So that is so cool. And I just feel like. Did it get messy though at all, or was it like totally amicable when you guys split? Uh, no, it got messy, honey. Yep. Okay. Like, I think <laughs> that's why that's why we ain't together no more. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's messy. Sometimes it's amicable, Listen, you know. <laughs> pa- power, power to the people that can make um, you're killing me right uh, now. <laughs> you know po- polyamory work. I think it. Yeah. It's a very. Um. It was very <laughs> difficult. I mean, I'm. I'm so like happy and proud that like I was, you know, open to it. Yes. That I'm like, uh, you know, that I don't, you know, judge or feel like I need to be in anything like a, a typical relationship ever. But I love um, that. It just it didn't it didn't end up working out, and right. you know, and then I ended up becoming in like the most like very traditional relationship with my current boyfriend. So, but, mm-hmm. but I believe everything happens for a reason. And like, I don't think I would have been ready for Hale if I didn't have uh, my previous relationship yeah. go the way that it did. So it's like, mm. and that's why I always tell people that are like, oh my God, this is the worst breakup. I'm never going to survive <laughs> this. I'm never going to live. Yeah. And I was like, I, yeah. I, I can tell you that you will. And I can tell you that the lessons that you learned in that relationship are going to make you have the greatest next relationship. And also like no one wants to still be in a relationship that is broken or that trust has been lost or like you cannot constantly be backpedaling in a relationship. It does Mm -hmm. not work. It's not fun. It shouldn't be like that. Yeah. So like, just take the lessons that you've learned, say, thank you next. (laughs) And and that's what I I did. You know, I say, I say it was messy just because like I'm dramatic, but like I took the lessons that I learned and I said, thank you next. And then, And I met, you know, the man of my dreams. And I mean, it worked out exactly the way it was supposed to. I don't see how it couldn't be messy. So the fact that you said that, I'm very happy. Because I was like, that feels like if I brought in, like, a third party with me and my husband. Because we want to be, like, you know, like, we want to be different. We want to, we want to, I don't know, like, not be so traditional. I feel like, yes, there it would be cool for, like, six months. And then some shit would happen. Um, So I really appreciate your was. honesty. Yeah, exactly, right? It's like all of yeah. a sudden it's like yeah. you've got, like, a side text going. And it's not the three of you. Then somebody gets mad. And... I don't even know. Um, 
But well said. Well said. Well said. It yep. feels like you were in my phone. Did Wait, you get my text message? So Is that what's going on? No, I just feel like I'm so. I feel like I am like really. I can relate to everything. If that makes sense, I don't know. I just, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, I feel like this would be cool, but I, like intellectually, I know I shouldn't do it, but I kind of want to. I don't know. Whatever. Um. All right. Last thing. Do you have any Oscar picks that you would like to throw out there? Um, uh, oh my God. Who do you want to win for best picture? Yeah. Sound of metal. Sound of metal. Sound of metal. Mm, Yeah. I have never been so moved by a picture in a film. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm four years sober. So the fact that there was, Mm -hmm. um, a whole sobriety angle in there, but the way that they made me feel his Mm -hmm. experience was like nothing I've, I've ever, ever, I've never felt that way in a film Mm -hmm. where I was like, where something that is completely foreign to me, yeah. something that I could never possibly understand, which is losing my hearing and being deaf. Like, I'm so grateful that I um, have my hearing. So I, I have no frame of reference. Right. They made me feel exactly what he was going through. Yes. And it was, I thought it was such a beautiful beautiful film uh, for that reason it's funny you say so, that you also yeah. articulated this better than i could it was the experience of that movie um that was yeah. just so that was that was good i i did enjoy that a lot it wasn't my favorite i feel like i really liked an underdog no one seemed to really like it i liked promising young woman a lot um oh no are you, you did crazy? okay i, I know well, i loved yeah so did i people woman. are giving me shit they're like ew no it. yeah so did i what the hell okay good i also like minari i loved it lot, i just so. i don't think that people people pick that that's not a best picture yeah film for me mm-hmm. that's like a like the, uh, thank god it was nominated so a bunch of people go see it because they should yeah exactly and people should feel her pain and yes. should feel disgusting when they leave the theater right. which is what i felt i was felt disgusting and Disgu- just vile and just oh yep. mm-hmm. it was the worst it was the war like i was like that's a sad yeah film. like yeah. i was but it's also it was a destroyed. thriller it was good i felt like it was so good yeah. i just everything she was doing i was like yes that is right f you that is so good um but 100%. you're right but she's not gonna the win end, i felt horrible yeah no me too but i also was like that's what she wanted so i was a little bit okay yeah, with it a million percent yes a million, a million percent, percent right but yeah i think i mm-hmm. think that's a good film where it's like thank god it was nominated so millions of people will go see it but i don't think it's gonna walk away with the trophy but i could be completely wrong i've been wrong yeah. almost every year no you know? I, and that's the funny thing where it's like i think that i know it's not gonna win but i wish it would um but no that's interesting sound of metal that was actually filmed in my hometown of new hampshire so that uh i have a little connection there but no i i liked it, it oh was, that's cool not not a top pick for me but i did like it but um frankie this has been so nice and i'm gonna stalk rob after to see if there are tickets left um for the may 2nd show <laughs> for yeah, titanic oh my God, come, I'm, come, I'm yeah i want yes. to i really want to Okay, so he was a delight, right? Frankie Grande. Don't forget to visit FrankieGrandeTickets.com so you can attend one of his virtual shows this weekend and next weekend. Rock of Ages and Titanic. And hopefully I will be there in person. (laughs) Now, thanks for listening, guys. If you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple and leave me a review. I would really love that, but only if it's good, okay? (laughs) All right, until next time.